This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, your guide to art, culture and tourism here in Tokyo and throughout Japan. I'm Stuart Munro and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll be sharing local news and views. On today's episode, part two of last week's Edoverse conversation. But first, theatre. Renowned Japanese actress Tomoko Naroka, director of the infamous Minge Theatre Company, passed away at a Tokyo hospital yesterday, aged 93. Born in Tokyo, Naraoka made her stage debut while attending what is now known as Joshibi University of Art and Design, and in 1950 joined the launch of Minge, a company specialising in a form of new drama known as Shingeki. She was known as the narrator of the serialised TV drama Oshin, which aired on national broadcast at NHK and ran for 12 months between 1983 and 1984. In 2000, she co-led Minge alongside Hideji Otaki, and from 2012 became its sole director. She continued performing on stage, making more than 7,000 appearances, and one of these included her central role in the 2005 stage adaptation of Driving Miss Daisy, a play known as much for her co-star Tatsuya Nakadai, who played the part of Hulk Colburn, Miss Daisy's domestic driver. Japan reported 8,246 new COVID-19 cases on Wednesday, that's up by roughly 4,000 from the week before. Meanwhile, Japan's lower chamber of parliament passed bills yesterday taking steps in preparation for future pandemics. Under the new legislation, the government will establish a new agency as early as this autumn to oversee the planning and coordination against any future outbreak. Bills will also enable the Prime Minister to give instructions to prefectural governors before the government declares a state of emergency or quasi-emergency in the case of the recent pandemic. Chinese authorities have shut down one of the biggest websites of pirated Japanese anime. Koda, the Content Overseas Distribution Association, made up of Japanese filmmakers and broadcasters, also said authorities apprehended four people. One suspect, a 33-year-old man living in central China, was arrested last month and released on bail, after admitting to operating a website called B9Good. The other three suspects had their homes searched by local authorities, while the website was taken down earlier this week. It was the first crackdown by Chinese law enforcement on a pirate website in response to Coda's criminal complaint. And launched in 2008, the website achieved more than 300 million views in the past two years, with over 95% of traffic coming from Japan. And finally, Japan's finance ministry plans to investigate the possibility of issuing a digital currency. Central banks in Europe, the United States and China are already exploring the viability of using digital currencies in the same way as banknotes and coins. US tech giant Meta announced four years ago that it was planning to issue its own cryptocurrency, but has since given up on the idea. While China is widely seen as the frontrunner, with this digital yuan unveiled last February at the Beijing Winter Olympics. 
The US Federal Reserve released its first report on a digital dollar last year, and the European Central Bank is also expected to decide this year on whether or not to issue a digital euro. India, meanwhile, plans to issue a digital currency of its own. On last week's episode, we spoke to Yoichiro Karata, president of the Shinwa Auction House, on their plans for a digital marketplace. And as already mentioned, with Japan mulling the possibility of its own digital currency, Edoverse is thinking of how best to operate independently. In part two of the conversation, we discuss the affluence of the real world versus the convenience of the digital. Bitcoins, centralised and decentralised markets in a city steered by a central historical figure. Taking inspiration from peer-to-peer pioneers such as Professor Satoshi Nakamoto and the success of real-world experiments like Pokemon Go. You also are intending to implement a currency as yes. well. So yeah, that's right. Well, it's a self-sustaining... Yeah. That's what we call a tokenomics, uh, uh, because we have a Japanese yen uh, fiat currency that we live in Tokyo's. But in Edo, Edobus, that we need other currency. So, but other currency, other coins, other token, should we say? And then we have a we issued a, the, uh, the two different uh, type of uh, currency we call the Zeni and also Koban. The Koban is very prestigious. Uh, s- function that we have uh, because Koban is really sort of you know, made of gold and in the, in the real term. So um, uh, when Zenias actually people can just you know use uh, and then sometimes buy using the, the Zenies and then yeah you can just earn the money just on a, on a Koban basis. That's something would only exist within Edoverse. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, of course. That is only just inside uh, inside Edoverse uh, ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, is the intention for that oh. then to sort of bleed outside into... Oh, yeah. And then um, the economy is really you know, complicated um, every time. And then we have to think about how we can just uh, trade with the other ecosystem. Right, right, yeah, right. Even just a real, the, um, uh, real world too. Uh, and then we uh, just listed uh, Zeni uh, on uh, uh, exchange. Yeah. So, and it, uh, um, you you might know that uh, exchange called the global exchange called a Bitmart. Of course, there's a crypto exchange. The Bitmart is the pretty size of uh, probably I think the twentieth the biggest uh, the exchange in the world. Uh, Zeni was listed, and every day that you can just trade with the USDC. Uh, when you just you know coming into the Edivas, uh, uh, you once that you made money, you would exchange it to the real USDC. The USDC, you can just exchange it to the US dollars too. So, um, and that's, that's already just happened last year. Mm-hmm. Now we are creating a game function that we call the GameFi. And the GameFi actually, uh, we uh, just to start from the very simple game. Uh, and then, um, but once that you just participate in the game, that, that you can just get a little money, a little zenny. And then, uh, sometimes that you can just utilize Zeni to buy the NFT too, because uh, as a, a cultural and um, art related company that we just in our regions, uh, we want to just 
create uh, very beautiful museums and museums in Ediverse. It's really interesting when you talk about the Ediverse and how it's really rooted in this culture, mm, obviously, because mm. yeah, it's Ediverse. Yeah, of course, yes. But, you know, recently you've had uh, probably foreign companies like Coinbase oh, yeah? leave mm, Japan mm. and uh, I think, F, was it FX Trading? Yeah, FTX. FTX. Uh, but they're obviously very different cases and they're sure. kind of cryptocurrencies oh, yeah. themselves. But do you think that one of the benefits of Ediverse is that it actually is rooted in something very kind of specific culturally? Right. And also that yeah. it's, it's, you talked about sort of uh, established companies, sure. older artists. Like I'm looking at this, like Yoichiro Kawaguchi, who's part of the yeah. NFT Art Week down, downstairs right. uh, last year. It seems that those artists have more of a say in the Edoverse and sort of multiverse that you're creating, hmm. as opposed to maybe sort of, I don't know, Facebook metas yeah. in Edoverse, uh, we, Metaverse, sorry. We still don't know yet, yeah. uh, um, but at least that uh, our project is, is actually it's a next generation's uh, project mm -hmm. uh, because uh, those uh, FTX and other uh, just big scandal data that we just have seen in the last few years in 2022, mm -hmm. for us that is a very primitive uh, sort of management sort of failure and also uh, um, a lot of sort of fraud and uh, things. But uh, that is uh, the basically that, uh, that they're just connecting just between uh, sort of fiat currencies and also cryptocurrencies. And then, uh, because of the FTX, the exchange, the exchange, they're not actually decentralized exchange, they're actually centralized exchange. That means that, that they're just connecting just, you know, the fiat currency and also cryptocurrency. So, um, and then, but the, they just uh, absorbed a huge amount of money just from the markets. But actually, that was actually fraud. Um, the, the lot, of, lot of people just, you know, lost a big money. But, um, uh, uh, and then uh, last year, at the same time that we we've seen that the, uh, a lot of words called a metaverse, yeah. and even now we mentioned that you know Meta is a Facebook change the name, um, but uh, that's uh, basically uh, uh, for us just if you just look at the metas because they don't have any tokenomics functions, and it means that a def, uh, we call DeFi is a decentralized finance function, they don't have it yet. So um, f uh, if you just uh, the focus on that, uh, the existing uh, world economy uh, just just adapting into uh, the, me the metaverse world, uh, uh, it is it's very complicated and also it's a lot of sort of yeah, difficult. And then many, uh, and also I think now the people call the, uh, the, the winter era of the cryptocurrency at the moment. But uh, for us that is very cyclical. Uh, the the matters because the, we believe in uh, uh, in this in this infrastructure mm. because the blockchain is going to actually we need a blockchain actually infrastructure in the futures uh, because this is a is, is a quite actually efficient function that we have mm. um, and this is very sort of technological innovation that that we did have that in the, the from the past. Um, um, you know, uh, we we just found that the computer was what the uh, they invented, and after this, a lot of advanced actually even the function was actually really developed, and then finally we coming to the sort of a super SNS, mm. uh, uh, and then so the uh, uh, GAFAM. Uh, that actually the big company actually really is become much bigger and then they're actually controlling the world now. Mm. 
But now the, uh, the, from the Satoshi Nakamoto just, you know, um, uh, came up and then we found that, you know, the world is going to uh, be changed and then should be changed. And then it was actually too much actually controlled by somebody that some entities or maybe this, I think some powers. We should uh, we should be uh, decentralized more. Right, so I was going to say this is yeah. really about decentralization, yeah. and about sort of taking away things from cent- they say central government, but yep. central governance. That is yeah, that is a big issue that we have to just discuss in the future. So sure. Because even still, that the people just really discussing is uh, about about these kind of uh, the issue between uh, centralization and decentralization, mm-hmm. but. Uh, at least there are sort of directions because the the young people, young genius people, and also people just want some of the freedom and also decentralization. That you know, that's but we couldn't make it because because we don't have any technologies. But now Satoshi Nakamoto just proposed a peer to peer, yeah, some uh, yeah, some exchange system uh, that has actually changed the world, changed our concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can just achieve a decentralized system. Yeah, we don't just utilize that to centralize the functions like right, some GAFAM. Yeah, we, we can just, you know, connect just, you know, you and me di- directly, just not with any other people. Yeah, um, that, that those uh, uh, technology actually is going to change everything. Yes. So what makes Japan then ideally placed to be this kind of the center of decentralization? Yeah. Because <laughs> I think about culture and I think about yeah. say contemporary art and I think about sort of day-to-day lives of people and maybe it's not just about this but it's Ediverse it's sure. about yeah um, we are, life in uh, Tokyo uh, life in Japan uh, sure. this is really hard actually sure. yeah you, you know because the real world is uh, you know centralization is actually occupied in this world and then it's actually in some cases that it's sometimes it's necessary but so decentralization is also very sort of a great sort of dream of a sort of you know uh, the concepts, and and probably we have to just find that you know the middle point that we can just manage. So in the Edelbus, uh, this is also very funny because the, we are actually targeting the decentralization, and and then we, the, the, these days just the people just say that the word called DAO is dense, uh, yeah decentralized autonomous organizations, yeah. So that DAO is it's a different from the sort of you know, country, country, or maybe the sort of corporates. It's entirely sort of a new concept of the organization. But, you know, nobody knows that how to organize it, how to manage it, because it's too much actually, you know, that theoretical, theoretically, you know, the dreaming stuff. Um, and then uh, we have to just find the things because Japan is so much uh, the centralized country and also there are too many rules. Yeah. But then people get really sort of you know, annoyed and tired of it now. So we have to just find a way that, that we, yeah, we need a little more freedom. So, and then Edelbrus is, uh, of course, this is the decentralized city, but is actually, we have uh, some symbol of uh, Mr. Ieyasu Tokugawa. This is a Tokugawa, actually, hierarchy that we have, uh, we have something, yeah, you see? So in this case, it's funny that you know, even just we target a decentralization, we need some of the icon, a symbol to just see it. So we need a kind of balance.
I'll be back next week with the final part of this conversation, as well as more news views and field recordings. And if you have any sound you'd like to hear, perhaps a particular place or part of Japan, let us know. You can email the notebook team, notebook.podcast at gmail.com, or simply leave a voice message at speakpipe.com forward slash notebook. Until next time, thanks for listening. (laughs) 